Week two of the podcast. Here we are. Yes. It's the second episode, and we haven't even released the first episode yet. We're kind of in un- uncharted territory here. Yeah. Yeah. Trailblazing. You, you know why? No. Because podcasting is hard. No, is parenting is hard. Parenting. That's why we're here. No, I know, but whatever. I didn't get Just it. start the podcast. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Parenting is Hard. My name is Matt Barnes. And I'm Stacy Barnes. Stacy Barnes. We Stacey. established last week. Stacy Barnes. Come on. As my children call me. Come on. <laughs> is it is it normal for your toddler to call you by your first name? I know. McCoy. Wrong. McC- your wrong first name, <laughs> but still your first name. McCoy came down the stairs the other day when we were, we, we spent this week uh, on vacation, mm-hmm. little trip little up trip. to Arrowhead. We did an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It was Loved lovely. It. it was. If you're in the area and you're looking for an awesome Airbnb, message us and we will send you one. Yeah, because it was it, was, it was amazing. So we were there, and McCoy comes down the stairs and he looks around the corner and sees me and goes, "Hey, Matt, where's Stacy?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Why are we doing this? You're four. I'm dad. That's mom. I'm not correcting him because I, I think know. it's so cute, but." Is this going to be our future where they just call us our first names? It's possible. Listener, if you know, if your kids are further down the road than us and you know the answer to that question, please let us know. If you're like, I mean, my parents, uh, you know, like I mean, we said last week. You call them their first names. But that was only because, yeah, in high school we realized that that was funny and annoyed my mom mostly. My dad just does not care. <laughs> you can call him whatever you want, really. <laughs> um, you know that. Yeah. And he usually calls me Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Anyway, this show is normally pretty PG. Yeah. Because except when we're talking about your parents, then it gets a little bit dicey. I want to keep it pretty clean. One, we're not very we're not very dicey people. Yeah. I'd say, but <laughs> also because I figure parenting is hard enough. You're probably li- you know if you're if you're taking the time to listen to a podcast, your kids are probably in the car with you. Yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. Hi, kids. You just said a word. I know. Ooh. So I know. I might have to go back and like. Leave that oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, um, hi, kids. It's Uncle Matt here. Don't listen. Don't say what I just said. Okay. <laughs> now back to your car ride. All right. So, yeah. So, this week, we, we took a little trip. And, in fact, Stacy had the great idea <laughs> for next week on the show. Yeah. To talk, to use, you know, use that as a jumping off point to talk about traveling with kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll probably do that next week. Yeah. You know, we don't do it much. And uh, we'll talk about it more, but we're getting better at it, so we're starting to venture out more. I disagree. I think we've done quite well. I think I think no. We... I'm saying like we didn't used to. Yeah. But we've gotten kind of a good routine down. Yes. We had to redefine so... what vacation looks like. Yes. When we had kids, obviously. Yes. And that's gonna kind of be the theme today, a little bit of like. Life before and after kids. Yep. And what does that mean for you as a parent? Because we've had some questions uh, from non-parents saying like, when did you know you wanted to have kids and all that? And then, uh, and then you know, just the effects of that after you get married, what are you, you're not after you get married, after you have kids, mm-hmm. what does that mean? What does that look like? And there's a lot of that that caught us off guard. So we'll be talking about that in a little bit. But um, yeah, 
had a good week. Yeah, we had really fun. We had really fun week. We had I, really fun. I wasn't done with my sentence. <laughs> Mm, we had a okay. really Wait, no, fun no, no, week. No, 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 no. I want you to. If you're, we weren't <laughs> done with your sentence. I want to hear you complete it the way you started it. We had really fun week. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, we went up to the mountains to go play in the snow. Yeah, and it was great. It and was. and uh, the girls love being in the dirt and in the snow and getting dirty and playing hard. And the boys love to stay clean. Do not like that. Yes. So it's really McCoy funny. does a little bit. Wells definitely no. does not. No. So, and the boys had their own with Matt. Like, for instance, oh, let's play in the snow. All the girls were in the snow just sledding, falling, eating snow. The boys are like, I don't want to touch that. And can we go for a walk, including Matt? No, I wanted to play in the snow. I, oh, did you? Yes, I did. Okay, I, okay. You took okay. one for the team, and you took I the did. boys I did. for a little. Well, walk. originally the <laughs> idea was I was going to do an adventure walk with McCoy, mm-hmm. and I was going, I was taking him over to another snowy area mm-hmm. just so we could have some like father son time. Mm-hmm. Wells was in the middle of a fit, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I got probably a football field away. What mm-hmm. is that? A hundred yards. Yeah. I don't sport so hard, listeners. Uh, if you are joining us from our former podcast, Bros Before Rose, then you already know that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, that's not my thing. But um, so we got that far away, and then I hear Stacy yelling, Wells wants to come with you. And I'm like, well, I got to go all the way back. I just walked all... Okay, okay so, this so... was a big deal, though, because Wells was having a meltdown because he did not want to wear his snow boots. Yes. So and just refused... And I forgot his actual shoes, so he had nothing to put on his feet and would not put them on. Right. And then when he saw you walking away, he decided, yeah, I want to go on that walk. Yeah. So this was after now, like 15 minutes of screaming and thrashing around on the yeah, ground. But yeah. the unfortunate thing is that I don't. I think he didn't want to wear the boots because they did not fit. Right. So <laughs> in this case. They hurt his feet, and I feel so terrible. Anyways. This yeah. is one of the few times where <laughs> Wells throws a massive fit, which he does fairly regularly and we'll we'll talk about that some other time because that's a whole how we deal with that and that personality and all that he's he's awesome he's wonderful he's so great but he's just also particular. he's very particular and he can throw a fit better than anyone i've yeah. ever met in my life yep um and he turns it on and off like a light switch mm-hmm. so but anyway he was doing that and it was one of the few times where at the end of it we realized Maybe he was right. He was right. Maybe because <laughs> we finally got him to agree to put the boots on, and then we realized the boots don't fit. One one fit, and the other one wouldn't fit. Which is we weird. just could not get it on. And you had put them on him the other day. Yeah. So maybe he remembered that they were tight and yeah. did not want to wear them. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then I had to go back and get him, and now I have to carry him, <laughs> and he is, he looks small. Small. He is not small, especially. I I thought, well, my arms are already tired from holding him when we brought him sort of from the car to the area where we were and he's throwing his fit and you know so i thought i'll put him on my shoulders and by the time we got caught up to mccoy and then over to where we wanted to go i felt like my head was going to fall off my Mm -hmm. neck yeah so um that was super fun because i had to carry him the whole way because he had no boots which means he has no nothing on his feet and there's snow Uh uh-huh yeah good times yeah, but that came up just to point out that I thought it was really funny that the girls are like, yes, we're in it. If they didn't have boots on, they would be okay. That's true. They would be well, fine. I mean, besides being cold, so, but they like, would not care about 
Poppy, no. Poppy in general in life could care less about a mess. She yeah. eats. Um, eating is a full body sport for mm-hmm. Poppy. Like <laughs> when she's done. I mean, I've seen worse for sure. But yeah, of yeah. the four of our kids, when she eats, it's everywhere. Uh, the the boys are very clean. Mm-hmm. When before they could talk, both of them at, at their respective stages. Uh, when they were eating, if they got something on their hands, would stop eating and put their hand up in the air <laughs> and and start going, uh, 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 clean, clean, if they yeah. had a word. And um, you'd have to clean, wipe their hand off with a wet wipe before they would continue. They mm-hmm. don't do that so much anymore. Uh, Violet, she's not really messy with the food and mm-hmm. stuff, but she'll just go, she loves bugs. Yep. She loves uh, slugs. Mm-hmm. Snails, slugs. Maybe we'll post this picture we have of yeah. Violet that you sent me last week that really bothered me um, of her with a snail on her face. I don't know where she got this idea, but she finds any kind of creature. and But the snail, she just thought, yeah, I'm going to put this on my nose. And it let it crawl up my face. Yeah. Because that's and what you do. And I just don't care. I'm not going to do that to myself, but I'm like, yes. And just I'm get dirty, whatever. Thoroughly grossed out by she it. She just loves it. She does. She does. <laughs> and Matt's always like, gross. I'm like, don't you say anything. <laughs> Let her have this. She loves her bugs. She loves it. Let her have it. All of them. We went on a bike ride a few weeks ago. She had a ladybug in her hand. It flew away. She lost it. I mean, so sad. And then this week, so she found a caterpillar up at the cabin mm-hmm. and uh, made a little spot for it acorn house little acorn house Mm -hmm. for it in front of the house while we went to the snow Mm -hmm. and when we got back the caterpillar was gone Mm -hmm. and she was very upset yeah and i we kind of learned something new about this it wasn't just because i always thought it's just like oh the thing that i want is gone but she actually felt betrayed by this she did she felt like she said my it my caterpillar didn't like me anymore and it left me i'm like oh no yeah so I made up a good story and it worked. So, you know. Right. You said that he went looking for food. Yeah, he and... got hungry for lunch and then he couldn't <laughs> find his way back. Yeah. And so he probably just found a good place to sleep. And she goes, oh, poor little guy. He couldn't find his way home. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Who knows what but really that was, happened. But that was kind of interesting. Yeah. To find out very... the, what the reason was. Because I thought it was just yeah. like the thing that I want is gone and I'm mad about it. Mm-hmm. But it's she. she actually felt took it personally yeah like this thing that i loved didn't love me back mm-hmm. and left yeah that's interesting it is interesting so changes Anyways. the way you approach those <laughs> things a little bit okay so um if you uh if you are just tuning in for the first time there's only one episode before this so it'd be good to go back and listen to it yeah. you should do that but um, <laughs> down the road if you're you know if we get a new listener at episode like 50 yeah then it's like, yeah, you don't have to go back and listen to all the other ones. I mean, you should, but, but. you know, I'll like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but at this point, really, there's a lot of info in that last episode about who we are. But, um, but you can uh, be following us on Instagram at Parenting Is Hard Podcast, mm-hmm. and lots of information there. We've been posting videos of our story, um, and then just updates uh, on the show and and all that kind of stuff. And there'll be more to come. There'll be by the time you hear this, there yeah. will be even more because it will be almost February when you're listening to yeah. this on a beautiful Monday. Um, and uh, But right now, today is the 21st of January. Just in case you're wondering, the magic of podcast, it's time travel. Yeah. Don't ask. It's There's lots of science involved. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so, so that, uh, that's where you can follow us on Instagram. And then we really want to create a community mm-hmm. for parents. Yes. I mean, parenting is hard enough doing it by yourself or with just your your spouse or significant other, mm-hmm. 
you know, why not let's do it all together? Yep. So we've created this community, Parenting is Hard community on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash groups slash parenting is hard community. And it's a great place to crowdsource parenting. What questions do you have for the group? And you guys, can, we can help all of each other out. Yeah. All of each other out. See, all of each other. I messed that one up, didn't that I? That didn't sound off to me. <laughs> Until you that pointed it out that I was following. Sure. So um, <laughs> that's the place to do that. And then we want to hear from you guys for what you want to hear on the show as well. And you can go to parentingishard.com, the contact page there. You can fill out the form. Um, we're going to want to hear, you know, quotes from your kids, funny things that they say. We're going to want to topics that you want to hear about, whatever. We've got a whole list going already of uh, topics that you guys have sent in or that we've thought of. Um, some of them include uh, things like, well, I had it pulled up and now it's gone. <laughs> it was right there. Okay, here we go. Uh, how do, how how you do gifts at Christmas? That was one that that Ooh, we yeah. talked about. Uh, going away without kids. What's uh -huh, that like as parents? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, transitioning beds. That's a whole, mm -hmm. potty, whole training. Thing. potty training. Potty um, training. I'm about to do that this week. By the way. Oh, for the last the time. last one, number yeah. four. Let you know next week how it goes. Yeah. So um, a lot of people have questions about surrogacy and IVF and how all that went and or goes. Um, disciplining kids, dealing mm -hmm. with things like spirituality and mm -hmm. you know, all that. Uh, there's just so many. I mean, like the list is very, very long that we already have. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're ever going to run out. I mean, no. food, snacks, screen time, dealing with kids and anxiety, all that kind of stuff. And some of these we're going to have to we're, we'll bring in people for. Yeah. Because I had like some people asked about big age gaps between kids. We don't have that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to, you know poll yeah yeah <laughs> or exactly. bring some people in on that um and we we look oh, forward we to having about, some guests uh um tv tv yeah like um uh you know this is us show oh right 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. doing that doing this is us and doing uh you know the the photo shoots and all the stuff that we've been doing mm -hmm. so yeah just you know Lots of topics. And yeah, that's we're just, excited. I mean, literally, I'm looking. There's 20 more that I have listed here, and that's just scratching the surface. And a lot of these, you could probably do a whole podcast ongoing on one of these topics. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, but for this week, we want to also jump into a, a, another segment, a new one <laughs> that we're calling Kid Quotes. I mean, every parent, right, yeah. has to have just so many of things that kids say. I would think so. They're we, just hilarious. Yes. And with four, they're flying fast and furiously around our house. Yep. And so probably last April, we decided we need to start writing these down. Mm -hmm. So I got Stacy this notebook that has dividers. Oh, okay. Pretty yeah, fair. I went to Staples and got Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, and then we just keep it in the kitchen, and each each kid has a section in there, and we just write down their quotes. Yeah, Plus you're we better have, at writing them down than I am. Well, I try. Yeah. I try to stay on top of it. But, mm -hmm. you, you know, you've got a few things going on. I know. So. I just want to capture all those things. Yeah. We also have a shared note on our phone that mm -hmm. we can add quotes to, and then we later transfer those to the notebook. So, the wait, the funny thing about this, I feel like people had told us, you should write these things down because you'll want to remember them. And then we right. finally did it. And then one of our, we have a nanny, and then we have a backup nanny. Sure. Just in case. It's her friend. It's her best friend who helps a lot. And um, anyways, our, our I hate to call her backup nanny, but our other nanny, Taylor, <laughs> she, she was telling us that her mom actually kept notes on her because she is very quotable even now. And she goes, oh, she's still continually 
writing into this book. Well, her mom would write them on post-it notes every time she said something funny mm -hmm. all through her life and then started to put them into a book for her. So it was cool to meet someone who has already grown, yeah, whose parent had done that for them. And she's like, oh, we'll read through it together and my mom will explain like what was going on or sure. whatever. But I thought that was really cool. Do cool want, to see the other end. Do you want me to tell them the extension of that story? Yeah. Because what happened next was we thought, well, <laughs> Taylor is still saying ridiculous things all the time. <laughs> Stacy says ridiculous things constantly. Yeah. So we also started a shared note between us, our, our nanny Emily, and Taylor um, of Stacy Taylor quotes. <laughs> so maybe we'll share some of those sometimes because those yeah. are great. I don't know where the kids get like, such great Taylor quotes. Taylor <laughs> a few weeks ago said, I think I ran out of Wi-Fi. <laughs> Sure. Right? And most of the time when she says something, I'm like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> or or <laughs> she came to the house and McCoy yelled, Dad, Taylor's here. And I said, I don't see her. And he said, and Taylor said, Yeah, I'm invincible. Wait, how do you say it? Invincible? <laughs> no, Taylor, it's invisible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's just there's just so many uh constantly that I'm looking back now and there's just like or or Stacy when um, she decided that the opposite of nocturnal was dayturnal. Yes, it's not. Everyone knows that. Nobody knows that. <laughs> it's dayturnal. Okay, so this is supposed to be kid quotes. Okay, we'll do Stacy Taylor quotes yeah, another time. Okay, we'll okay, have Taylor well. on the podcast sometime. <laughs> That'll true. be entertaining. Uh, and we will have Emily on. You'll hear us refer to Emily a lot. Emily she is, is our nanny. Basically, part of our family. She is. And uh, and she's she's pretty she's pretty great. Although yeah, she is. Um, if she listens to this and hears me say that, I will. I, I didn't say that anyway. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I will. Maybe one day I'll, when she's on, I'll read her uh, annual review that I did for her. Okay. Yeah. That'll good. be good. Yeah. That'll be really good. So uh, do you want to start with, so normally we want to, we want to share, we'll share some kid quotes from our kids, but mm -hmm. we also want to hear from you listeners uh, of your kid quotes. Cause I'm sure you have amazing ones as well. And you can send them in on the form, but we, because we haven't even aired an episode yet, we're just going to share a few of ours mm -hmm. this week. So Stace, you want to go uh, first with one? Yeah. Violet, well, right now is super quotable. And right now I'm going to just give quotes from McCoy and Violet. But Popping Wells have some too. They're just a little younger. So, yeah, yeah. you know, theirs are more like words that they say. Popping Wells are almost three. They're almost three. Um, anyways, Violet was telling me today and then I was looking through our quote book. And this is apparently she said this before. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure why this is happening. But she told <laughs> me today. You know, I was having good dreams last night, and did you know I and I just if I just squeeze my buns, then I can change dreams. Yeah. And I said, well, you just squeeze your buns. You what? What do you mean? And she's like, yeah, if you just squeeze them, then your dreams can change. I'm like, why do you have to squeeze your buns? I don't understand. <laughs> she said the same thing to me last week. Yeah. I wrote it down. She said, sometimes I push my buns so push I can dream of something else. Yep, push them. I'm you like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. I just kind of let. Uh, okay, it's like a little like change channel button. I don't yeah. know, but I don't know. And so, I didn't ask him any questions. But then when I found out that she has been saying that to you as well, I'm yeah. like, okay, so this is a thing. It's you know, a thing for her. Sometimes I say a random thing. She pushes her buns. Sure. Uh, and then McCoy's. <laughs> Okay, body, uh, body, bodily things. Anyways, um, oh yeah, this we're, is a I was one. giving, <laughs> I was getting him ready for the shower, get in the shower. So he's getting undressed, and then he yells to me. <laughs> we call, they're just they're bits. So he called, he, he's like, "Mom, come feel my bits." I'm like, "No thanks." 
I don't think so. I don't need to. And he goes, no, you got to feel. I'm like, no, it's okay. Those are for, not for me. To, yeah, they're for you. And and he goes, but there's balls in there. There's two of them. You got to feel them. <laughs> He's like dying. I'm like, well, yep, that's part of your body. Yep. And yep, that's part of your body. But yep. I don't need to feel them. I know they're there. He goes, okay, but they're like two of them in there. I yeah. can't, like, you should feel them. <laughs> Wow, and, I don't, and, yeah. And just so you know, so we don't get messages, they mm-hmm. do know the actual names. They do. We just but, like yeah. playfully just refer to them as their bits and buns, yeah. just yeah. as general. Yes. But yes. But that was, yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. I remember you told me when that happened. That was really oh, funny. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got two, and I, I think they're both Violet ones. Um, Violet one day was singing. At the top of her lungs, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's saying, let it go, let it go, turn away and smell a door. <laughs> and I don't remember that part of the song. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So we have, <laughs> <laughs> even in our relationship, we have an ongoing, I guess, issue. Well, it's not my issue. It's your issue. No. I'd say it's your issue, well, not my I'm issue. I'm fine with it. I don't know. We, we, <laughs> so it's really your we issue. We need to revisit this in therapy. But um, <laughs> Stacy has no care for lyrics or no. or learning them is what it is. And I'm you like knowing lyrics to a song is very important. So if you saw the video where I proposed to her and uh-huh. I sang Jason Mraz's "I'm Yours," uh huh, um, and I love that song. It's a great because Stacy always would say that's that's, that's I love, I love that this song. song. And so I I did that song also because it's you know I'm yours and you know like you've waited all all it was the perfect message, it, and yeah. about a day and a half afterwards I, we were talking and I'm like and and I you know and I chose that song because of the mess and she's like oh huh what is it what's in that song <laughs> no idea I'm okay, like, okay okay so wait not only is it one of your favorite songs and <laughs> singing to you. I would do terrible no at finish the line or what's that song yeah. or whatever. So I, I, I just it's important to me that the kids the learn lyrics and yeah. Stacy doesn't care. Stacy just goes, yeah, that sounds about right. Wells is going to do well with knowing the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Violet, maybe not so much, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think she will. I think she thought she maybe. was right. Well, I'm sure a lot of parents out there have some good lyrics to um let it go because oh, yeah. i'm sure every kid sings that song. yes if you have alternate lyrics that your kids have come up with yes. to let it go yes we want to hear those <laughs> but turn away and smell a door was pretty good yeah haven't heard that one so there that one was that was one and then um another one this is another violet one but we were on a bike ride we have uh those bikes that have two seats on the back so we can we have two of them so we can all six of us go on a bike ride yeah it's like a bike limo yeah Exactly. They are electric assist. Yes, so, they need to be. Yeah, they're quite heavy. And we were, this was a few months back, but we were riding down the street and mm-hmm. we passed a random guy on the sidewalk and Violet goes, she's behind me on the bike and she goes, huh. She says hi, or she said hi because she says hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we keep going. She goes, I think he'll be my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and just why? Where? Well, so just, many questions with that. Just like... I've, You're my next dad. I've been replaced. Mm-hmm. I'm being replaced. <laughs> there are many, many more. We will share many, many more quotes over time. These kids are constantly entertaining us with mm-hmm. their ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sorry, I just looked out and saw another one when Violet looked at me one day and goes, and she was kind of sitting lower than me and looking up at me. And she said, why is the inside of your nose furry? (laughs) It's a valid question. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway, send us your kid quotes. Go to uh, parentingishard.com, the contact page, and make sure you send us your kid quotes because we want to hear ridiculous, especially if you have alternate lyrics to let it go. I think that's, that's kind of... That would be good. So we can get a whole theme going. Yeah, I like it. That might be an idea. We could do that. All right. <laughs> Finish the lyric. Yes. Send them on in. <laughs> what does in. your kids say? In <laughs> Send them in and uh, and let us know. And and if you have videos or stuff, you can tag us on Instagram. Ooh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll even repost them. Yeah, that'd be that'd cool. Be All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the main segment. Ooh. Ooh. What's it going to be? What is it going to be? <laughs> I already kind of said. Oh, okay. So that's not a big cliffhanger. We'll be right back. See you soon. You know, I do spend a lot of time in the car, as I think most parents do. Yeah, with the kids. With the kids in there, and it's never quiet. And when I was a kid, I used to have, I don't know if you did, but those game books that you like that have the crossword puzzles yeah. and have all those things. And then even though those, those tiny travel games oh, that yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. like Connect Four sure. or like Hangman, Mad Libs, that kind of stuff. Um, I wish, th- I mean, we need something like that, but that they can like pass around or I Wait. don't know. Wait. So it'll be really cool. You didn't know? Know what? You didn't know about the Road Trip Games app? Uh, no, tell me more. Oh, yes. It's exactly that, but in an app. Oh. Yeah. So it's got, it's a simple one. It's got all the games that you used to play on road trips, like Hangman and Dots and Boxes. Oh, I love that and, one. Uh, even the license plate game. Oh, classic. With, classic with, road trip game. Yes, classic road trip game. And uh, the cool thing I love about the license plate game on here, too, is it, it uh, if you're in California, for instance, mm-hmm. you can't choose California. Oh. So if you're going on a cross-country trip, whatever state you're in, you can't choose that's that cool. state automatically because you know you're they're gonna be everywhere. Yeah. But you just tap on the ones and and, and assign the points to whoever. And the, what I love about it too, because when we were kids and we had those books, yeah. You know, you were passing that book around everybody yeah. to participate, right? And now I feel like every kid in the back has their own device and they're kind of not talking to each other yeah. and whatever. This is meant to be passed around. Mm-hmm. So to pl- just like the old books. So you have to to play with somebody. You It's not like two players on two different devices. You put your thing in and you hand it to the other person. They put their thing in. And so you can play tic-tac-toe. Yeah. And uh, and and but it's encouraging the kids to connect with each yes, other. Yes. Perfect. It's super cool. It's called the Road Trip Games app. It's super simple. It's available it. on the Apple App Store for iPhones and iPads. Oh, perfect. And it's only a dollar ninety nine. Yes. Yeah. And it's great, not just for road trips, but even just like oh, around when the you're house. Like or, at uh dinner. Oh, at dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, one time uh, I went to dinner with some friends who had kids and their kids sat there and played the road trip games app the whole time yes. while we had conversations. That's awesome. So check out the road trip games app on the app store for iOS and iPad OS. And uh, save yourself your sanity on the next road trip or the next time you want to keep your kids busy, but interacting with each other. Yes. The Road Trip Games app. Cool. Check it out now. I will. All right. Let's get back to the show. We're back. We're back. Here we are. And uh, we're talking today about kind of the idea of, I think, identity as parents. Mm -hmm. There is definitely a big shift that happens when you have kids 
huge. But let's go back before that. So okay. for us, mm-hmm. we waited till we were older to have kids. Yes. We waited till we were older to even get married. Mm-hmm. So we had careers. We had, you know, routines, rhythms, the whole thing in our life. We kind of, we had a whole sort of set. We knew who we were, what we were about. And then we decided to blow all of that up and and do something completely different than we'd ever done before. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it? This was a, a question from a listener um, or a pre-listener because they sent it in before we started recording. <sighs> Extra points. Extra points. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, what was it that, well, first of all, when did we decide that we wanted to have kids? When did you decide, like, have you always known that you wanted to have kids? Yes. Okay. Um, pre, pre-meeting you. Yes. That's when I decided I wanted to have kids. Yeah. Me too. I've no. always known. Yeah. I've always known I wanted kids. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, it's, they don't. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's been interesting. I have no judgment. I mean, like if you, my thing is like, if, if you don't want to have kids, then don't have kids. Right. Because nobody should be able to talk you into that. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Smartless, Sean Hayes. I knew you were going to talk about that. <laughs> always says, I'd rather regret not having kids than having them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And they're always trying to talk him into having kids. I, I get that because like they're, you know, they always say, and, and I, I sense this with somewhere I'm like, but you would be such a great dad or such a great mom. And come on, like, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I don't like if somebody genuinely is like, no, I don't feel called to have kids. Yeah. Then or I don't feel like that's what I, then don't do that. Like, don't, you know, we, we don't need more damaged kids in the world. We've got plenty. Right. Plenty. Um, but and, we always, or damaged adults. We always knew that we wanted to have kids. Maybe, yeah. You know, like, I feel like that was something we talked about when we first started dating. Yeah. Just to make sure that we were on the same page. Yes. So that wasn't. Oh, my, my point that I was going to say was a lot of people I knew, both guys and girls, but a lot with girls in like their early 20s when I was in my early 20s that were like, I don't want kids. I never want kids. Something happened with not all of them, but a lot of them. I would say like. Maybe even like 80%. I mean, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Whatever. But like when they, right around the time they turned 30, all of a sudden it was like, yeah, I want kids. And they start having kids. Huh. And, and there just was that shift there. And I always actually was really, I thought that was really cool that they would be open to like such a big change. Yeah. You know? And of course, sometimes it has to do with your parents or whatever. But yeah, for us, both of us always do. We wanted kids. Now, I remember early on dating we were on a road trip. I don't know if you remember this. I think we were driving to Lake Havasu. Okay. Driving through the desert and having a conversation about kids uh-huh. and how many we wanted to have. Okay. I don't, I don't remember, remember what we said. Oh. But like. Then why'd you bring it up? Well, because it just made me think of like back <laughs> just, then, how many kids did you think you wanted? I mean, I'm going to say four. Okay. But I, I think I wanted more than two. For myself, I yeah. think I liked that idea. I think I think my recollection was you said four or five. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no. No, no, no. <laughs> You're like, no, I'll no, be no. good with three. I would be good with two. Two. I, would, I think <laughs> at, at, I was very much, I'll be good with two. I had, I was one of three. Mm-hmm. You were one of two. Two and a half. Three-ish, yeah. <laughs> I guess. She has an older half brother, uh-huh. but didn't really like grow yeah, up with him. Right. Yeah. So it's like half. Right. Yeah. Literally a half. Literally a half. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, I had three, we were kind of spaced out. We were, we were three years apart each. So Mm -hmm. I was the oldest and then three years, my next sister and then three years, my youngest sister. So six years between me and her. And we just like, we did stuff together as a family a lot, 
but we weren't close, the three of us. We're mm-hmm. closer now, maybe, than we were then, though we're all very different, too, mm-hmm. and and that comes out. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I guess I thought, you know, if you had two that were closer together, maybe they could be friends, and then just leave it at that. That was kind of my thought at the time. Mm. It was, I don't know. It wasn't like I was like, only two, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And I thought, well, you know, if you had three, you could have three. I don't want to have them too spaced out or whatever. I, I don't know. And, and I think part of that is like you get stuck in that thought of like, if we do that, then if we do three, then it's going to be exactly like it was for me. Mm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your own Which, experience. Do you think that played into why you wanted more than two? Maybe. Maybe because I, I just, yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I just liked the idea of having more than one person to play with. Yeah. Though I was thankful for one person to play with, you sure. know? So I think I, I just liked the idea of lots going on. Right, right. So so we both went, so we had ideas going into this. Mm-hmm. And and I think at the time we were both kind of like, yeah, okay. Like when we said, you said four or five and I said <laughs> Let's compromise two or three. Two. And, and somehow we compromised at four, but eventually. Well, and also like you can plant, you can like have a number in your head, but then when you get to it, sure. it's just different right. when you're like, okay, I guess I'd be good with two. You yeah. know, like yeah. I just theoretically thought that sounds like a good number, but, but I think really that, when we get there, we'll see. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, and, and, and you know, everything's about trade-offs in life. Right. Yeah. Anything you choose is a trade off for something else. Yeah. It's a good thing. So yeah. if you decide in your 20s to get married and have kids or just have ki- whatever your whatever choice you make, you're giving up sort of the there's things you're giving up in that you're giving yeah. up some freedoms. You're giving up the opportunity to focus more time on yourself. Mm-hmm. And when we had that conversation, we were in our late 20s. Yeah. So but by the time we had kids, we were in our late 30s. Mm-hmm. We took a lot of time, both of us, to do things go through therapy and yeah. have careers and kind of figure out who, what do we want to be and work through our crap and, mm-hmm. you know, both together and separate. And, and so it's funny because when we got married, I didn't, I don't think I had an idea then of how many I wanted. Yeah. I just kind of was like, yeah, let's have kids. Just whatever we'll we end up see with. What happens. Now, what I never considered was two sets of twins. No, like, that that thought didn't. never occurred Now, to me. okay, so if you're playing the game of life, which I love <laughs> right. to play, when you got that twin card, I was always so excited. I don't know if anybody else was, but I thought, yes, fill my little car up. But then it like actually happened, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got the two sets of twins like on, on we, we, the game of life. We filled our car up. Yeah, we filled the car. We had yeah. get a bigger car. Yeah. Yep, we got a Sprinter van. We did very yep. quickly. Uh, as soon as <laughs> we, as soon as Popping Wells came along, I'm like, oh man, we need Sprinter a bigger van. car. So it's awesome. I, I went love it. On, Anyways, uh, <laughs> went on Craigslist and bought a Sprinter immediately. Uh huh. And then uh-huh. highly and, recommend. Yeah, it's that's that's been pretty great. So. I think I think by the time we got into it, I wasn't as because I, you know, for me, I can say I I worked through a lot of stuff and then was kind of, you know, I think in a lot of areas we were a lot more chill Mm -hmm. than we were in our late 20s. Yeah. You know, if we had if we had gotten married and had kids in our 20s, I think it would have been a whole different conversation. Yeah. Like, I think I probably would have not been able to handle what we have now. Right. That I would have like. It's hard sometimes now. Yeah, of but course. it would have been. I just I, I wouldn't have been in that place to be able to do that. So for 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 me, that was a huge advantage. That was the trade off. Was like, okay, yeah, we're older when we start, but I'm, I don't know. Like I just I work. I'm I'm past that 
part of life where I'm getting invested in people's drama and creating drama or whatever yeah. that you know you do sometimes when you're younger. And so I have a lot more like, I don't know, mellowness to mm -hmm. get, you know, to kind of go with the flow with the kids and not get all worked up about stuff too often. Right. <laughs> it happens. But well, I think also because we dated so long and this our our story is going to be different than a lot of people because i'm sure most people don't date for as long as we dated what are you, what are you talking about um you know <laughs> just you know it's not the typical timeline of most people no i think that's no wrong. we blew past that just I think like that's wrong way past it but in that, I think we we worked really hard. I think we knew if kids, well, at least for myself, if kids are like a goal, then I want to make sure that I'm going to do, just make sure I have everything internally dialed in because I don't want to, I want to be mentally prepared and right. have things kind of sorted out just so that. I'm not passing anything on that right. I un, unfinished business, I guess you sure. could call it like just family things that you deal with when you're growing up and whether it was a good family or not, there's still things to process and mm -hmm. figure out what you want to take with you from your family of origin and what you want to discard quickly. <laughs> um, but, or even untangle some sure. of those things and just myself being very aware of that. I just, I'm like, there's just so many things that I, I don't want to pass on. Sure. And I want to make, if I have the time yeah. and I seem to have the time sure. <laughs> with, with no end in sight of when we're going to get married, I'm going right, to use this right. time to, um, to take care of that stuff. Just clean house a little bit. Not that it was perfect, but yeah. I wanted to go in feeling a little more emotionally sorted out, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think... I'm glad we did that. I think we definitely will... Another topic that we'll focus on at some point is sort of the, like, importance of working through your... Like, if we're going to be intentional about, you know, making sure that the next generation is better than ours yeah. and the last one and that it gets better every time, then then how do we do that and that kind of stuff? And we'll, we'll talk about that because we've... We've we've had a lot of conversations about that and tried a lot of things. And I'm sure a lot of you have, too. And we'll have things that you've tried and, and, and worked on. But um, I think, you know, for us, it, one of the things was, you know, getting into counseling, getting into therapy and working through mm -hmm. being very intentional to work through that stuff so that when we got to this point, we could be a little more objective about. What are the, yeah, what are the things we want to pass on? What are the things we don't? And by the time we got to having kids, we got married, had kids seven no what was it uh yeah about 17 months i guess after we got married yeah right yeah so um, well, we knew when we got engaged we were gonna we were wanting to have kids right away because yes. we chose to use all of our time together before yeah like you know yeah we so, didn't have a lot of time after yeah and 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 not like in a oh we're in a huge hurry so much but it was like okay we've we've done the like we've dated for so long. We've yeah. done the like you and me thing yeah. for a really long time. Now let's start a family. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. And so we did. And, um, like we talked about last week, we had some infertility issues. Mm -hmm. So it took a while to figure out what to do about that and led to IVF. And then we got married in January of 16. And then we got, you got pregnant in January, the end of January of 17. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and then, and McCoy and Bat were born in September. Yeah. So that's kind of, 
our journey there. Mm -hmm. I think how many for us honestly started to become also part of the IVF journey. Yep. Because we got a certain amount of embryos. We originally had seven Mm -hmm. and the first two didn't take. Mm -hmm. And then we're going, so, you know, it it became a a function of just like, all right, what's, uh, right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just different than maybe people who aren't going through IVF. You're just very aware of the number (laughs) because sometimes that other people don't have their kids in a lab. Like you don't have a whole team assisting. Yeah. Um, but you're just like, yeah, let's try again. And Maybe you get one and maybe you get two or maybe, you know, you just, it's right. a little like more up in the air. Yeah. Ours was a little bit more like, not calculated, but we were more aware of like our options. Like, yes, yeah. definitely. Timing and everything. So. Yeah. So that probably changed. I mean, the twins thing. I'd never, I jokingly said earlier, I hadn't thought of two sets. I'd never thought of twins. I'd never thought of any, like. I don't know. Maybe it's just you think about what you were raised with. Yeah. I never even considered that. That was, that was, okay, we're, we're in a, you know, and it was like, I, and we're learning about IVF and all this stuff. Okay. We're going to put two in. Maybe we'll just, maybe just one will take, I don't know. And then two did. And we knew that that was a possibility, yeah. especially when we had so many, we're like, well, okay, we have these <laughs> embryos and we felt just, you know, our, our personal kind of situation where we kind of felt like we we need to give them a shot Mm -hmm. and so we can't stretch this out too long if we do one at a time this could take years and we could be 50 and still (laughs) pumping out kids so it was like well let's put two in see what happens the first two didn't take the second two both did and you're like okay and so you know you just it kind of came down to well let's see what happens yep that's I guess the best answer for how many how we decided <laughs> how many yeah. to have. Yeah. I don't know. Like if we'd only gotten one embryo, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. I don't know if we would have gone back and tried again or Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine us with an only child. Yeah. I don't But maybe we would have been fine. It's yeah. hard to know. It is. It's very hard to know. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's sort of that question. I think the 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 other thing that flows out of all of that is like especially probably for us more than anybody, not more than anybody, but more than a lot of people, because we waited so long, we were pretty firmly established in who we were. Yeah. In what, you know, you had a career that you'd been in for 16, 17 years. Mm -hmm. I'd had several careers and Mm -hmm. done a lot of different things. And we'd had a lot of freedom to travel and, you know, do, do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So then suddenly all of that changed. Yeah. What, uh, what is that, I guess, what was that like for you? Because even, you know, for me, I, I pointed this out to you recently, like the day those kids were born, you became mom. Mm-hmm. Like that's your prime because you, in our situation, you were staying home mm-hmm. with the kids. So, um, you know, you had, you had had your career for 16 or 17 years and then you came and worked at rogue with me for a year. Mm-hmm. And then McCoy and Violet were born and you stayed home. And now that's your primary thing that's a huge shift for me. Like, yeah, there was a lot of shifts in there, but I still go to work every day. I still have those, those yeah. pieces. What, what was that like? Well, okay. For me, since I, I mean, having a career for, I think it was 15 when it came down to it, 15 mm. years, that's a good amount. And I felt like in that time, in the last few years of that, I'm like, I feel like I'm ready for something else. Okay. And I know that I wanted kids. And I also like, if I was, able to I really wanted and loved the idea of staying home so it wasn't like I got 
dragged into it or anything. It was something that I really wanted. And the the funny thing is that I'm like, I, I in theory, I think I really want that. Mm-hmm. But I also know what if I get there and I'm like, I can't handle it. <laughs> I need to work because I have some really good friends that did that. And they're like, I wanted to be home. And then I stayed home. And I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. I need to go back to work. Right. And I totally get that and respect that. And we had so, friends that cut maternity leave short. Yeah. Because they were like, I, I just got to get back to and work. And no judgment. Cause I'm like, I, I get that too. Yeah. I definitely get that. So I really wasn't sure. And like in theory, I, I thought I want to stay home. Didn't know for sure how it was going to go until that happened. Right. So, but when I got there, you know, like when you have newborns, all of you parents, as you know, uh, newborns are kind of boring and you're exhausted, but you're a little bit like bored. <laughs> not like you're lacking things to do, but like no one's, you're not talking to anybody. I mean, some of the time you're lacking things to do because they're just, they're asleep. They sleep, they poop. They, it's they so eat, monotonous. They it's so monotonous, which I'm sure. All of you guys are like, yeah, parenting is monotonous. Yes, it well, is. Well, yeah, especially in the beginning. It's very, especially in the beginning. And I, I know people have told me that, but I'm like, wow, yeah, it's really, wow. Wow, I'm still doing this? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> what time of day is it? I don't know. We're still doing this. Okay, but yeah. So in the beginning, it was a little bit super monotonous, like a huge change for like, oh my gosh, I'm bored. My mind is like dying (laughs) (laughs) um but then i started to like figure out things to do and make it more interesting and and then as i got older it got a lot more interesting and right now i am not bored at all i'm not bored i'm exhausted and tired and my brain is tired of thinking so um but anyways like yes it is a shift i think i didn't really fully grasp the identity change until more recently when you pointed it out Mm. when before I had been uh, like just working and going to a job and my role there at my job was laid out for me and then I leave that and then I go home and have a different identity in myself. Right. And oh, I feel like going to Target. I'll go to Target. Go, you know, yeah. go out to dinner. Fine. And then it just, it changes so much now that I chose to stay home and be mom. And so now I'm not in a job. I don't have like right. a set like job that I leave it's just now I'm doing this all the time like 24 hours a day yeah and even while I'm sleeping because they don't sleep yep anyways (laughs) because even when I'm sleeping I hear them yeah so it is a shift and an adjustment for me and in that which I think we're going to get into in a few minutes more but in that is the struggle that I'm finding of finding myself again because it's so easy i always heard mom say you just get lost and all of a sudden you're Mm -hmm. just like i forgot to wash my hair for like five days straight or have i taken a shower or i'm still wearing the same clothes like you know like i haven't bought new clothes in years and i remember my friends doing that and just watching other people and then now i'm in it i'm like oh my gosh and i'm finding myself forgetting to take care of my, you know, like think about myself in that way because I'm just busy doing all the other things. Um, So now is more of a shift for me to try to find myself again. Yeah. And figure out ways to be myself in my new role. (laughs) Yeah. Not not so new, four years role that I've been in (laughs) that I love. But it's just they change and I change, but I need to find myself and and hold on to that. Yeah. I had to be a lot more intentional. I never had to work that hard to just 
be myself. Right. You know? And I think that's so yeah. can I can I um, give you like my perspective of that journey for you? Oh, yeah. Sure. And just see if it's right. Okay. Because it, it was it was we had the kids. We had McCoy and Violet. You were bored. I mean, bored crapless. Like you, I would come home from work and you were like, I'm just so, sometimes you would call me at work. I'm just so bored. You know, the first probably four to six months. And I, that was hard for me. That was my biggest struggle because when I was home, like on the weekends and stuff, I was bored. Why, why is it, bored feels like not the right word because I'm exhausted and it's a lot of work. Yeah, but it's not exciting. It's not so fun. They're not doing busy. anything. You, I think you have these ex, like for me, I had these expectations of I'm going to have these kids and they're going to they're going to uh, I'm just going to have this connection with them and they're going to they're going to smile and it's going to melt me and w- they don't smile for a while. <laughs> they don't do anything for a They just lay there like lumps and you you're just resp- and all you're doing is the monotony of the feed, change their diaper burp them, put them down, like mm-hmm. wait two hours, do it all over again. And, uh, I, oh, you man. just realize all day, did I say any words today? Or was I it remember just you sounds? said that you're like, I have not said anything. And on the weekends <laughs> I would be there and I'd try, I usually tried to give you time to go surf or, you mm-hmm. know, cause that's kind of your, or, or do something. And it was sort of the same, like I would sometimes when you were gone, and I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. I would, I mean, I I would pretend that they were more interactive than they were. I would put on music and be like, "We're all singing together," and we're you know, because I'm just like, oh my, because you know, I've I've I'm an extrovert. Like, yeah. I can't do like, oh my gosh, Man. and it was it drove me nuts in general that because. I connect with people through conversation and yeah. through interaction that I'm like, I'm trying to connect with these kids and they're not pulling their weight. <laughs> it's just me here. I mean, thank goodness for walks. They right? were the Where worst like, audience ever. Just for get jokes. out of the house and walk around. Just go for a walk. Yeah. And but that's everyone all you on more walks than when oh, they're babies. So many walks. And I love that part. <laughs> yeah. At least it was like seeing things. And usually you and I would go on walks together mm-hmm. at night with them or in the weekends and we could talk and catch up. And that was another big adjustment was like, you know, we had 12 years of just us. Mm-hmm. Or, well, by the time they were born, 13 and a half years of just us. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, uh, uh, when do we find time for us and getting out of the house and all that? Anyway. So, um, oh yeah. Anyway, my, my overview of, of your journey, you had, you had the board time and then, uh, it got, then all of a sudden for, for everyone a little bit, it got a little more exciting because yeah. like now they're starting to do stuff mm-hmm. and they're getting a little more entertaining. Like and, crawling was fun. Oh yeah. And crawling and then they're talking and walking and laughing. I just mm-hmm. I remember the first time Violet laughed like that just, you know, you know, like, oh, but that was probably four or five months in. I mean, that was, it was tough for, for, for me and for you. And so, but then you were living with that every day. And mm-hmm. then I, at that point I'm at work hearing about these things and I'm a little bit jealous because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want that. I want to experience these things, you know? <laughs> and, and you seem, you, there was kind of the, I guess, honeymoon period of that where it was like, okay, this is exciting. This is fun. Mm-hmm. And probably just around the time that started to wear off, Poppy and Wells came along. Mm-hmm. And so then it was, okay, now we have a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And at that point we got a nanny mm-hmm. to help out um, part-time and uh, she started part-time and then went full-time. But yeah. So you weren't doing it alone. So you yeah. kind of had that help going there. So you seemed like, okay, then it was sort of the the newlywed period of like, okay, this is exciting. We've got this. Yeah. 
probably right around the time that started wearing off was right when the pandemic hit too. <laughs> so then now we're March 2020, Poppy and Wells turn one, McCoy and Violet are two and a half. Mm-hmm. Two and a half? Yeah. And we lose our nanny. Mm-hmm. She leaves because of pandemic stuff at first. And then it, it, it just, there was all kinds of other stuff going on. And you had six months of just doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. I was working from home. I'm trying to take breaks and jump in and help and do things and, you know, run in between meetings and do dishes or go for a walk with the kids or whatever. But I would imagine that it probably there would have been a transition in there anyway for mm-hmm. you, even if things hadn't in the world gone crazy um, as, as that sort of wore off the excitement, the newness and starting like going like, wait, but what about me and time for me? But then add on top of that, the pandemic, mm-hmm. which all of us, I remember the day I told you, mm-hmm. you were, cause you were like, I, I feel so bad. I like, I don't think I've taken a shower in a couple days and <laughs> I don't, and I'm like, you know, that the whole world is feeling this way right now. <laughs> like, and I realized, no, she doesn't because mm-hmm. by that point I had, I was back in the office a little bit and you know, I, I saw people, mm-hmm. I interact, you know, uh, even limited, even if it was just on zoom, I was yeah. having meetings all the time and hearing what other people were experiencing. And you were in McCoy, Violet, Poppy Wells world, Yeah, you know? And I remember I told you that and you were like, really? <laughs> Other people aren't showering either. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the disgusting. Thing. I'm like, no, everybody's like, who am I? What is my life right now? Yeah. And then add on top of that, like any existential whatever you you might have been going through, even if that hadn't happened. And I think that just it seemed like that all kind of came to a head at the same time. That's that was sort of my perspective. Is yeah, that accurate. Yeah, no, that's that's accurate. And then I realized. Um, that during the pandemic, well, you know, as all of us, we're in survival mode. Sure. Doing what you got to do to get by and, like, make it happen. Didn't know it was going to go that long. Right. But I I realized as things started to loosen up and then we were able to get Emily, our mm-hmm. nanny, I was still in that mindset of I'm going to do everything myself and I can't ever rest and I'm just going to, like, go until I'm going to die. And I started to feel it a lot. Like, oh, man. Now I have help and I can't seem to like undo some of the stuff that happened during the pandemic. Like I can't stop. I'm yeah. just running at a pace that I had to run at for, you know, yeah. to, keep, to keep four toddlers, babies and toddlers uh, going by myself. Right. And then now I have help and I don't know how to let go of some things. So I've I've been get, getting a lot better, but that was also an identity thing because I became like, you're right, Poppy Wells, McCoy and Violet world. There was everything and I wasn't in that world. Yeah. <laughs> it was just them. And I lost sight of myself and kind of lost my identity. Yeah. So I've been like slowly working on taking time to myself now that I have the option to do that. And yeah. What does that look like for you? Uh, I I can't say that I'm super good at it yet. I'm working Who's on good it. At right. But one still being in therapy so that is i was like well at least i have one hour that i'm alone with someone different yeah (laughs) having an adult conversation um so there's that but that can't count as everything so i've started to try to make my days that i have therapy be a day that's also like i take the afternoon to myself because i have 
uh, I have help. Yeah. So to take advantage of that, but I really struggled in the beginning to with the mom guilt. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure all you moms are like, yes. Um, someone, one mom told me, the only one who puts mom guilt on you is you. <laughs> like no one else is thinking that of you. It's just you. So right. I'm like, that is really good. It's true. And being too hard on myself. And so I'm trying to like go get my nails done again, which feels like, I don't know. I love doing my nails. Yeah. I love doing it for myself. I love going getting them done, but just didn't ever have that time or luxury to do so. I try to, I, <laughs> this is silly, but for all you girls out there, I purposely get gels because then I have to go back and get it done again because they can take them off. And yeah, so. I don't know what that means, but that yeah. sounds like it's a <laughs> smart choice. It's practical. They last longer anyways. But the, the reason that I do it is because when they start to come off, I have to go back and get them done again. Okay, got it. So then I'm forcing myself to make another appointment and go Smart. have my own time strategic it is pedicures yeah i haven't done manicures in a while but yes, Manic manicures, manicures yeah whatever that's your hands for strategic cures yes. <laughs> that's what so, you have to do people you get now, your cures strategically i i've i've been more open sharing about my struggle to get back to myself with friends and our nanny and so mm -hmm. she helps i should just call her emily emily um, so she helps me remind me like, okay, go have your time. Yeah. Go have your time. It really helps with the mom guilt. So she's like on my team, like you yeah. really need to do this, but all the mom guilt of just like there, the kids go first, the house comes first. Like I need to get this stuff done yeah. and just forgetting. And I know like logistically, like if I'm not taking care of myself, then I have less to give and I'm going to burn out, which was what was happening. And I was just feeling it i was feeling it i was losing it a lot easier and for those who know me i'm pretty even keel i don't lose yeah. it hardly ever but it was just i had such a short reserve to run off of that i didn't just i was losing it for myself which yeah to other people might not look much, like much but for me i felt like i was crazy yeah um yeah. and i don't know even for you if you're like what but I wasn't like well, yeah. I mean, a bit running around the house crazy, but no. But I mean, because you are so go with the flow, even keeled most of the time. It, it's it was distressing for me, and I'm going, oh, we need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Like we need to figure out what what you need and and get you, get it for you, so mm -hmm. that you can because I'm like you're not able to be yourself. And and part of it came down to this idea, and like you said, part of it was running the race during pandemic. That mm -hmm. I don't think you stopped running right. um, when we got help again. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic is still going on; it still is, by still, the way. Yes, but um, but you know, we got that help. I remember at, saying when we were finally at the stage, we were like, I think we can get somebody else in, and and we found Emily. You were like, I, I said, you know, I think at first we can only do part time mm -hmm. um, financially. And you said, I've been doing it by myself for like six or seven months. Like even a half a day right now would be like life changing. Yeah. And so she started 20 hours mm -hmm. and it didn't seem to help that much at first. Mm. And I think it. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. As far because as, I wasn't letting go of anything. Because you weren't letting go. Because <laughs> she was there helping. And I think, I mean, it 
logistically helped, mm-hmm. but as far as you emotionally, yeah, it's almost seemed to make things worse in some ways because now you're like, I don't know, I, yeah. I, I wasn't there all the time, but I'd come home and you just you you just felt, um, that yeah, like you were you were trying to be this perfect mom, and I kept telling you, like you you are the mom that you are, you mm-hmm. are because of you know, like, and part of that was childhood stuff too, Mm -hmm. because your mom often was not involved Mm -hmm. or showed a lot of interest in, in the things you were involved in and that kind of thing. So there was that idea of like, I have to be there all the time. I Mm -hmm. can't miss anything, whatever. And my point was, it's not about what you do. It's about who you are. Our kids know you love them. They know that you know them, that Mm -hmm. you know, that you know, like, you know them and want to know them. Like they know that. They know they're loved. Yeah. If you miss something, if you're gone for the afternoon, if you go away for a week, they're going to miss you for sure. But they're not, it's not going to change and be like, wait, does mom not love me anymore? No, they know that. (laughs) And I think that was a big turning point. It is. Yeah. I still have to talk that, what you just said through each time. Yeah. I have to like have that little mantra of like they're gonna be there. They do know that you love mm-hmm. them. That it's okay for me to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can be gone for a few hours or so. five days or four or five days. So to sort step. of sort of kick off the the some of this processing, we I I was like, you know what, you need to have some significant you time, mm-hmm. and so. We sent uh, I sent Stacy with my cousin because mm-hmm. they're they're pretty tight mm-hmm. to to Maui for five days, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, of course Emily and Taylor stayed mm-hmm. <laughs> with us to yes. help because I'm, <laughs> I, I still have to work. Yeah, um, but um, that was fine and it was great. I mean, you know, it, but even then it was like taking the pressure off of what that needed to be for you and just letting it mm-hmm. be what it needed to be. And then you were very generous in saying, all right, I went now next month you go. And I, yep. and I got to go last month. And but it the was whole amazing, it was and the whole purpose of this, like, uh, giving each other, like you go and then I'll go is go like find yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause we're in there. Yeah. Just like have the space to yourself to have a breath and just like do nothing, do a lot, whatever mm-hmm. you want, whatever you want, not yeah. whatever anybody else wants. It's just for you and to, yeah, take and care for, of yourself for a few days. And for us, because I think we spent most of our lives being able to do that. Yeah. That was a big piece of it. So mm-hmm. for me, I went by myself. I kind of just went in and went, okay, what do I need this? Cause I, I really like, I'm a, I'm a creative person. I love creating things. I love new things. I, and I had gotten to a point where because of this, the time, like mm-hmm. I've got three businesses I'm running and mm-hmm. I've got four kids at home and I'm trying to, I, you know, I try to get home at a reasonable time every day so I can spend time with the kids, you know, do dinner with the kids as much as possible. Um, do the dishes and, you know, help put kids to bed and all that kind of stuff and still give my you know, what I can give mm-hmm. and my best to, to my jobs, I was losing the creative side of me. Mm-hmm. And it was really, for me, it was going and having that time and realizing, Oh, it's, it's still there. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You know, after it was the first two days I did zero, it was just like, I slept more than eight hours every night. What? And then just relaxed. And then I woke up day three and I was like, just couldn't wait to start creating, like working mm-hmm. on things and think, you know, and I came back and, you know, that's been a little over a month now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
I've been able to connect with the kids more than I ever had. Like it paid off and yours did as well. And I think it's the big challenge now is how do we continue that Mm -hmm. so that it's not like, oh, we did that. And then we wait till we burn out again. Oh, got to do that again. (laughs) You know, but like little things here and there where we can get away or we can, you know, get those things that we need. Um, so we don't get to that burnout place right. again, you know, right. and that's, that's a challenge and we don't have that all figured out, but we're trying to be more strategic about yeah. that and deal with that. We both have, uh, uh are in therapy and so mm-hmm. it's good. And we, we have the same therapist. <laughs> yeah, we do. uh, She's my great. appointment is right after Stacy's. Mm-hmm. And so, and she was our couples therapist. Mm-hmm. And so she, we, she already, that's how it started. So she already knows us both and we still will occasionally do like a, a, a together kind of meeting or whatever, but. Um, we've both given her like permission to share the things that she feels like she needs to share between us. And so it's really great because mm-hmm. we can, you know, she helps Stacy know how to support me and helps me know how to support Stacy, mm-hmm. um, with, with those insights. And it's really turned things around for both of us, I think in the last four or five months. As far as like getting back to ourselves yeah. or like not feeling lost in the parent land that kind of feels just like, I don't know what to grasp onto. And really, I think it has to be grasping onto like the core of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it is so easy and it's still a struggle to not lose yourself to mm-hmm. the, was it minutia? Does yeah. I feel like a right word? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Of being a parent. Yeah. Because it's just all consuming. Well, it's all, it's like any other job, right? You mm-hmm. can, you can, it's a, it's a, it could be a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. But you can also, if you let your, job or your title define you Mm -hmm. then you lose other parts of yourself right and obviously that's a huge part of who we are now and and it's an amazing part but also there's more to us than just we're parents and how do we maintain that and bring that to being a parent bring Mm -hmm. that to my job bring that bring who I am and let let who I am define how I do my job or how I'm a parent and Mm -hmm. all of that instead of just you know at work, even the tyranny of the urgent, what, what I got to get done, whatever. And just checking things off a list. And I get to the end of the week and yeah, I got a lot done, but like, why am I doing it? Mm -hmm. This isn't fulfilling. This isn't exciting. And I don't want to feel that way about being a parent. So, um, we could talk about this forever. Yeah. And we probably will continue to talk about this a lot. (laughs) And we want to hear your thoughts and your experiences uh, or other questions on on how we practically deal with this or suggestions. How do you practically deal with these things? Because we're still figuring it out. We Mm -hmm. definitely don't have all the answers to to any of this, but it's so important. It's so important. I was thinking not just for ourselves, obviously, for it's important for me for me, for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, for, for you, for me, for you, for you, for me. But it's for, it, it's important to me that you feel like yourself because then you're going to be the best, you know, dad and version. husband, yeah, and, dad. yeah, all those things. You're on your game because yeah. I told you for a long time that I'm like I'm just not on my game, which means I'm not connected to myself. And being the like internal processor introvert, that's another thing. Personality wise, I'm just I'm an introvert, but I'm. With kids that I'm always, they're always awake and going. So I don't ever have the like time to myself to like recharge that yeah. as an introvert I need. So um, having that time away was really like, wow, just filled me up, up so much. Yeah. But then in that, so it's good for us personally, but what I've learned, someone I think is in therapy probably pointed out that it's also a really good example to the kids for them to see. Yeah. And me being home, I think 
be, they're just used to me being there all the time. Sure. So it's weird for me to leave. Um, but it's also, as pointed out to me, very good for them to see. I leave and I come back. Yeah. I leave and I come back. I have things to do. Not my, that my whole world isn't them, but it is. <laughs> but I. But it need. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't yeah. be everything them. Right. So they need to see also that other things are important, um, and and you. Yeah. Are important, and so like them seeing us go to dinner, go to date night, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we've started to say we're going to get dinner or we're going to go have mom and dad time because I, we started doing um, being a little bit more or naming it actually yeah. uh, time for when we have one-on-one time with the kids. It'll mm-hmm. be like mama and papa, poppy time. Yeah. And they call it that. They're like mommy, poppy, mama, poppy time. And it's or funny because and poppy time, they, Wells and mama time. Dad they ask time. for it when they need it. Yeah. And they like need- even Wells it. Age two and a half. I mean, he'll he'll be like, Dada Wells time, Dada Wellsy time. Yeah, and like he and it's not all the time. No. It's when he needs it. Mm-hmm. He knows, and well, you know, I'll take him to the airport or what. I'm, it's just a yeah. little like just a little solo time, and yeah, it's we've always tried to do it, but now that it has a name, so when we want when Matt and I want to go out, it's well, it's mom and dad time. Yeah, so they kind of understand a little bit. Like, well, first it's well, I want to go on mom and dad time. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's mom and dad time yeah you get to have your time we'll but we're gonna go get some food and we'll be back and it's helped a lot even going on our trips to like individually it was we explained ahead of time yeah what we're doing yeah and yeah we went to well i mean this was because of a of a uh not funeral memorial mm-hmm. thing a few weeks ago for your grandma, mm-hmm. but we were gone for the weekend mm-hmm. um, and left the kids at home by themselves. Alone. McCoy did a great job. <laughs> uh, the dog really did a good job. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue, our, our French bulldog, Rogue. She, she's a great. She can't hear anything, babysitter. but she, she's she, on it. Yeah, she's she did great though. <laughs> I'm starting to question whether we really need Emily because Rogue <laughs> is just killing it. Um, no, it, you know, we went and and they just know like, oh, that's okay. Now they're starting to get in the idea of, okay, sometimes mom and dad go away together for mm-hmm. a couple of days mm-hmm. and, you know, we're going to do it again next month. We're going to go to Vegas for a late anniversary celebration. Yeah. And th- they don't love it. No, but, but and we can talk more okay. in depth about like going yeah. away or whatever yeah. later. But a key for us that we've found works really well is prepping. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we've learned from other people too, like yeah. just prepping as far as with any kind of transition, but trips are really helpful to like, we're going to leave you in a few days. So it's yes. not like they wake up one day and we're just gone. Yeah. They'll just, they know it's coming. Yes. And then it, it helps, it helps to avoid like separation anxiety and mm-hmm. some of that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we can talk about it later. Yeah. So, okay. That's man. I mean, we literally could keep talking about this for yeah. a really, really long time. Uh, there's been so much that we've tried and experimented with, with this. So we, we will, this will be a topic we will revisit and, and, uh, but next week we're going to talk about traveling with kids mm-hmm. because that's been an adventure that we had to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we would love to also hear your thoughts on that. Now we will be recording this next episode before you hear 
this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> you can still send us idea, you know, things to address, and we can bring it up because we'll we'll start having segments where we we re- you know respond to listener uh-huh. mail and things like that. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, the things you send us on the contact form, and and do if you want if it's something you want our response on, uh, send it through the contact form. Don't put it on the on the page on Facebook. That's really more on the uh, group because that's really more for you guys, for all of us to interact and share things, share ideas, share, ask for help and questions and whatever, build that community. Um, we may pull stuff from there occasionally, but there's also a good chance we don't see everything. We mm-hmm. might miss some stuff there because I don't know if you guys know, but we have a few kids that we're also trying to raise. <laughs> they probably should know that by now, right? right? Like right. that's kind of the point of the podcast. Right. Okay. So um, anyway, make sure you are a part of our Facebook community there. Uh, Parenting is hard community on Facebook, following us on Instagram, Parenting is Hard podcast, and send us, go to the contact form at parentingishard.com and send us your questions or thoughts or funny stories or whatever. Yeah. Because if this podcast is fine for the first two weeks, but if it's just us deciding what we want to talk about (laughs) and talking about our stuff after a while, we're going to get bored with it. (laughs) No, we won't. Maybe. No, we won't. I don't know. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy talk. No, but we we want it to. We want you guys to inform. We want it to be helpful. So we want to talk about things that are helpful, and we want to learn from you. Mm-hmm. So if we've posed something where you have a suggestion or a solution or something that worked for you that we didn't try, yeah, please share it. <laughs> we might try it and then let you know how it went. And if it didn't go well, we will blame you very well as well. <laughs> very well as well. Yeah. Oh, you're hmm, rubbing off on me. Sense. Okay, it's getting late. We got to get some dinner. All right. That's Parenting it. is hard. Parenting is hard. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. Parenting is Hard with Matt and Stacy Barnes is recorded at Rogue Collective in Santa Ana, California. The show is produced and engineered by me, Matt Barnes. Music is by Jared Atherton. Creative direction is by Corey Hill. Hopo Kelly is our designer with an assist from Mariama Meister. Belinda Carter-Thompson is our strategic director and Taylor Bolanos manages the social media and marketing strategy for Parenting is Hard with an assist from Hannah Bowers. Join our Facebook community at facebook.com slash groups slash Parenting is Hard community and follow us on Instagram at Parenting is Hard podcast. Got a question or contribution for the show? Visit the contact page of our website at www.parentingishard.com. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Labs production.